Are you ready to get started? Sure. Okay. What's your name? My name is Deb Mahold. I'm 64 years old. Mm -hmm. I was born in 1956. And I turned 65 this year. It's a biggie. Is there anything else about yourself you want to share? Um, You're a cool grandma. I'm a cool grandma. <laughs> well, I grew up, I was a little, a little um, young to get in on the hippies and yeah. stuff like that. I missed out on that. I, I didn't have any friends or anybody that was in the Vietnam War, but yet that's kind of when I became political is hearing about that. And um, even probably in middle school is when I really started <laughs> knowing pretty well how I was going to feel politically about politics, about women's rights, about mm -hmm. religion, about everything, you know, and I pretty much ever since middle school, I pretty much stuck to my guns about what I believe in. So, yeah. yeah. So what was life like in the early 1970s? Because what grade were you then? I would have been a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. um, it was still, girls still couldn't wear pants in our high school. <laughs> you were supposed to wear dresses or skirts. Mm -hmm. um, I was one of the girls that wore jeans to school, believe it or not. <laughs> and they tried to expel us. And instead it became quite a revolution in the school and it actually got changed to where mm -hmm. you could wear pants at first it wasn't jeans it was corduroys were big in the day and stuff and you had to wear more dress pants mm -hmm. but it evolved real fast into wearing jeans and stuff so that was a real really big boys couldn't their hair couldn't touch the top of their ears they used mm -hmm. to girls skirts had to you had to get on your knees and the skirt had to touch the ground so to wear pants was a really and i was always a tomboy i lived in pants and shorts and very active you know so so it was just starting my freshman year with a bang <laughs> well where you were living in wisconsin obviously Cumberland, wisconsin yeah population a, 2000 if yeah that, that's back a small then. midwestern town very small midwestern and town. pretty conservative i think very right? conservative my parents were very conservative yeah. at that time mm -hmm. yeah so, like, what was your family dynamic? Like, your mom was okay with you wearing pants, right? Um, but Yeah, I think they really didn't agree with how I did it, but they let me. I yeah. don't think they thought it was that big of a deal at that yeah. point. You like, know, things were, the world was changing, and it was changing pretty fast at that point. But my mom never worked outside the home. She was a stay-at-home mom. My dad went to work. We had one car. I had two brothers. You know, and it was very, very traditional family. Yeah, because yeah. Grandpa Ken worked at a bank. He liked chopping wood and all that sort of. Yep, and when he came home, she had supper ready, and, and she still to this day waits on him. You know, mm -hmm. I would never wait on a man like that. <laughs> you wouldn't either. You'd say, get it yourself. You know, she she still does, but now he, he uh, helps her, you know, as, yeah. now that they're old. Well, how is life for you different than your brothers? I was just very sure of how the world, I, how I thought the world should be. I don't think Kevin and Todd cared that much. They were more into <laughs> baseball and stuff, you know, and and 
just their little things where me and my best friend, Lori, we, uh, we got uh, a little more political and yeah. very, very um, interested in the women's movement and mm -hmm. equal rights, for sure. Yeah. Were your parents involved in politics? Did they like discuss them with you guys or were they never? Grandpa <laughs> said that was a private thing and that it was, who he voted for was nobody else's business. And um, we didn't discuss mm -hmm. it at home at all. So like, do you think you would consider Grand Gloria to be a feminist, even if she might not like, like that word or be hesitant to describe herself as such? No, I don't think there's no? one feminist bone in her body. Uh -huh. I really don't. Really? No, no, she, she always said she would never vote for a woman. Mm -hmm you know, in any capacity, except maybe school board or something, but she would never vote for a woman because she doesn't think that they're smart as men mm -hmm. and that they're not capable of doing the same jobs as women. She's never told me any difference. So, yeah. you know, she used to get mad at me when I first got married and I got married young the first time and was still working after your mom was born and she was mad at me because she thought I should stay home and just be a yeah. mom. But the world was changing to where families started needing more to income in the mm -hmm. household, you know, but she didn't like that. At all. Well, um, how did your extended family, like, do you, how do you think Aunt Babe and Aunt Pete would have felt about the Equal Rights Amendment? Do you think I, they would have been more into it than Grand Gloria or? No, I don't think no? so. And neither one of them had children. Yeah. I don't, I really just don't think that they really cared enough. You know, mm -hmm. I just don't think it affected them at all. And so they just, again, they never talked about it. You know, mm -hmm. and Babe's um, husband, Ed, was very, very conservative. He was very um, close-minded about a lot of things. And he mm -hmm. was very judgmental about a lot of things. And, and they were all very strong um, conservative Lutheran, Scandinavian Lutheran, and they, their Bible, their Bible was the word, you know, mm -hmm. and that's pretty much what ruled their lives, you know. Do you think they would have liked certain parts of like the movement if it wasn't labeled like anti-conservative? I guess that's not really a term, but. Well, but that's how people look at mm -hmm. it, you know, it's like, I mean, I'm hoping that they felt that they were worth worthy of voting and that they were worthy mm -hmm. of that and you know but um, i i don't really know for sure mm -hmm. well how did like how did you feel about the equal rights amendment were you like paying attention to it at all or, yes yeah yeah i mean to me it was just never i couldn't understand why it was even a question it's kind of mm -hmm. like a lot of the issues today you know it's like you can't understand why people don't, it's just real black and white to me. Of course, you know, the, of course we're worth what a man is. Of course mm -hmm. we should get the same wage for the same work. You know, it's like, it's never been a question Yeah, for and me. I think it's important to say that you've worked your entire life, right? I've worked my entire life, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and always. Um, <laughs> So how did Wisconsin, I guess, Cumberland, Wisconsin feel about it? Because I can imagine being there today and they wouldn't like it very much. Right. So do you think it would have been, 
Yeah, how does they feel about it? When it I think that the, I remember in school, like the cheerleader types and stuff would kind of poo-poo things, and, you know, mm -hmm. because all they cared about was impressing the boys and this and that. And, and I wasn't in that group that cared about that at all, you know, as far as that's not what I didn't care, you know, mm -hmm. and Lori didn't care. And uh, that's when my friends changed so much from when I was in um, grade school till in high school that um, you start forming your opinions and you start finding people that mm -hmm. think are more like-minded, you know, yeah. so. Uh, did you or your family notice any immediate changes after it was like proposed? Um, it, do you think the dress code thing was because it was proposed or do you think it was something entirely different because you're a rebel you're cool? No, I think that I think that did have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. I think that it was evolving before I ever got, you know, that things were evolving, things were people especially women were starting to find their voice. There were mm -hmm. leaders in the group of the women's movement that, um, you know, uh, you start listening to them and it's like, that's right. Why not? You know, yeah. and you start questioning things. And I think Cumberland, I mean, probably with like every other issue, the big cities and stuff, things yeah. change much faster. It takes a long time before it dribbles down oh, to Cumberland. Yeah. I got to wear pants to school. I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you think it affected the ERA, affected American culture, like overall? I think it was nothing but positive. Mm -hmm. You know, I was trying to find everybody has the right to be treated the same. Mm -hmm. You know, doesn't matter what religion, what color, what anything. All people are humans and everybody should be treated the same. You know, do you think it's like it, if it was passed? Because I think the last state Virginia ratified it in 2020. Uh -huh. If um, Congress voted to still pass it, do you think um, it would be a bigger deal now, even? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, I think we're going backwards. Yeah, well, the I guess another extension of that question is do you think it will become increasingly more important not only for women's issues but for LGBTQ plus rights as well? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We have to fight for them. We have to fight for them. You know, mm -hmm. we have to um, unite and be a solid front and say, everybody, I don't care your sexual orientation, I don't care your religion. I don't care your color. Everybody has a right to yeah. their life. Were you aware of the protests against the ERA? Oh, just on the news because in Cumberland, our news, most of our news came out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Mm -hmm. uh, how um, do you think life would be different if the ERA was adopted? Do you think it would have changed much or? I don't know. It's hard. It's so hard after so long, you know, that to see us slipping backwards, mm -hmm. you have to say that if. It would have made a lot of people's lives a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Or do you think, I guess when I was trying, writing that question, I was like, oh, do you think a lot of the movement was done just talking about it? Yeah. 
you know, just trying to starting a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And getting people just to, oh, you know, realize their worth and, and to get people thinking, you know, that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing is to think outside of your little world. You have to think of the whole picture and the world that you're going to be living, leaving to your kids and grandkids and great grandkids. You mm -hmm. know, you want it to be better. Yeah. You don't want to go backwards. It's been a struggle. People, a lot of people have struggled and struggled and you don't want that all in the end. Thank you. I think that wraps it up That's it? pretty well. Yeah, I told you it wasn't going to be oh. a big deal. There. Don't you want my opinions about other things? Uh, yeah, <laughs> she was awesome. During my time. And she was probably <laughs> like the biggest influence. She and Grace Slick, who Grace Slick was um, a singer in the Jefferson Airplane. But all in all, Janice Joplin, just because her whole demeanor and the way she dressed and, and how she acted, and she got so out of control. She was very um she's just a big personality besides being very talented you know so she lived hard and fast and died way too young but she certainly was a big a big influence you know in the women's movement anyway you know just like she can do that i can do a little you know <laughs> she can do that you know she was just really cool well, thank you for yeah. caring what I say. Goodbye. I hope